and welcome to Alzheimer's Speaks Radio. I'm your host, Lori LeBay, and I'm so excited that you're joining us today. We are going to have a fascinating conversation, as usual, as we learn from people all around the world at all ages and stages of life. Stay tuned as we shift our dementia care from crisis to comfort. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Alzheimer's Speaks. I'm excited to have this conversation today. We're going to be talking about helping families create safe bathrooms for themselves and their loved ones. And we have a trusted occupational therapist and an industry expert uh, to help us along with that. But before I introduce you to our guests, I always like to urge people to go to alzheimerspeaks.com. There you will find our section of free educational resources, and you will find a ton of different information that will be very supportive on your journey with dementia or pass it along to friends or family. Also, you can always go to our book tab. You'll find Betty the Bald Chicken Lessons in How to Care, which is all about how to still feel like you belong. And what do you do in those times when you don't? And when chronic illness happens, a lot of times we feel shunned. It is written as a children's book with questions towards the back, um, but our experience and what we've been hearing from everyone is that this is a book for all ages and all situations. Also, I would encourage you to check out Dementia Map, our global resource directory, where you can find um, not only the resource directory, but a calendar of events, a glossary of terms, a shop, and some wonderful articles as well. So let's get into this conversation because this is one of the most popular topics out there. And, uh, and yet it's such an unknown in terms of how do you make your bathroom safe? Well, ladies, I'm so excited to have you both with us today. I think this is just such a hot topic and one that it's a hot topic, yet people are kind of afraid to talk about it too, because there's a little embarrassment, I think, sometimes around our, our bathrooms and what our needs are and stuff. So um, I'm going to start out by having each of you introduce yourself. And Maria, I'm going to, I'm going to have you go first, if you don't mind. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'd love to. Well, my name is Maria Lindbergh, and I'm an occupational therapist and owner of Toilet Talk. I help people create beautiful and safe bathrooms. Um, I have experience uh, working in my career as an occupational therapist in nursing homes, hospitals, and people's homes. And I saw that one of the biggest things that made it difficult for people to live in their home for a lifetime was their bathroom setup. So eventually I came down the line and I met Becky. So Becky, would you like to go ahead and introduce yourself? Sure. Um, I'm Becky Wright and I work at Ponte Giulio USA. We are an Italian manufacturer of bathroom safety products, things like grab bars, shower seats, and accessible sinks. Um, I've been there for about five years um, and I really enjoy working with um, our distributors um, lots of occupational therapists across the country, as well as talking to homeowners that um, have some questions that they need answered. 
Wonderful. You know, I always start out asking all of my guests the same question. So I'm going to do that with you too, as well. Um, and I'll, I'll point it to Maria first. Have you been touched by dementia in your own family or circle of friends? Yes, absolutely. Um, my grandfather had, he was a World War II veteran and um, he had developed, um, we think it was a type of vascular dementia. And um, my grandparents, their goal, both of them was always to live at home, to never live in a nursing home. And while we were able to do that for my grandmother with some simple changes to her bathroom, um, for my grandfather, it came to a point where he needed um, two people to help him with dressing, bathing, toileting, getting in and out of bed, those kinds of things. So eventually he did, um, we helped him transition to long-term care. So um, I had that experience as a caregiver um, hands-on um, and also professionally too. I've worked with a lot of people with dementia. Um, but yeah, my grandfather is definitely the most personal um, person to me to have had dementia. And I feel like that gave me a lot of insight to what what caregivers experience at home too and, and figuring out how to take care of their loved one. Okay, great. Thanks for sharing. Becky, how about you? Um, yes, I absolutely have um, dementia and Alzheimer's specifically in my family. My mother-in-law um, was diagnosed with Alzheimer's a couple of years ago, and she is about middle of um of the progress, I guess. And, um, we are, uh, her caregivers, um, her three adult children and spouses, which would include me. Um, we visit her. Um, she's still living at home. She's doing well, I would say. Um, but we, we definitely see the disease progressing. Um, but we, we check in on her, um, twice a day and sometimes more than that, um, make sure she's eating and, helping with um, her household things. Um, obviously, um, when she she had fallen and uh, broken her hip, and that actually, I think, um, made the Alzheimer's progress a little bit faster. And at that time, when she was coming home from the hospital, um, she, she needed grab bars, she needed shower seats, a lot of things. So I said, oh, you've got me, <laughs> I'm, your, I'm your specialist. So um, I was able to help determine what we needed to use and where we needed to put it. And that has allowed her really to stay in her home. Wonderful. Thank you. Well, Maria, I'm going to ask you, because I just think this is kind of a fascinating question, because I, again, I think it's something people don't think of, but what would be mm -hmm. the top three bathroom changes that you think people living with dementia need? Oh my goodness. Well, um, definitely uh, the first thing is how are we getting in and out of the shower? Um, so the number one place for people to fall at home is actually when they step out of the shower. So I always recommend having a grab bar at the shower entry for people to hold on to so they can safely step over a tub ledge or if it's a um, shower stall um, ledge, it's something for them to be able to hold on to and safely get in and out. Um, another thing that is so helpful is to have a shower seat. Um, I uh, personally, in my bathroom, I have a wall-mounted shower seat, and it's Ponte Julio. Um, but that's um, I love wall-mounted shower seats because they can uh, fold up when you don't need them. And when you do want to sit on them or prop a foot up on them, you can put it down and sit down or 
whatever you need to do. Um, as we um, get older, sometimes showers can feel very tiring. That's because warm water naturally makes your blood vessels open and you feel a little bit more tired. So it sure doesn't hurt to sit down while you are showering so that you can be safe, keep your balance, um, save energy for you to continue your shower and then safely get out and dry off and do your whole beauty routine, whatever you have. Um, and the third thing that I'd say is so important for people to have in the shower is to put in a handheld shower head. Um, what's great also about Ponte Julio, they do also have handheld shower holders that go on any grab bar. Um, and so if you don't already have a handheld shower head, that's basically a shower head with a hose on it. So you're able to sit down and aim water wherever you like. You don't just have water spraying you directly in the face. So to have something where you could um, uh, put the handheld shower head on a handheld shower holder to hold it in place for you and put it at a lower height. Uh, if you're sitting down, you can reach that easier or having it um, higher up on a grab bar, for instance, if you want to stand and shower that way, it gives you a whole lot of options. Well, that's nice. I can see that even with my grandkids, you know, they're like, can you get, can you get it down for me? And then half the time, you know, I don't check to see and I get sprayed, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's a, there's a lot of benefits to that, but I think, I mean, I think growing up all my life, it was a standard shower head. That was mm -hmm. it. And it's, you know, I'm 64 now and it really hasn't been all that long that this has been that popular. And now everybody wants a handheld shower, you know, in their, in their bathroom nowadays, you know, it's just much easier um, on everybody uh, at every age, I think with that. What, what are some of the differences that you see in grab bars? Cause I know, uh, you know, I used to sell real estate for like 25 years before I got into this. And in the beginning, people are like, Oh, I don't want a grab bar. You know, it's, it looks too hospital ish you know I don't want that so I don't I, I don't want that I, I need that but I don't want I don't want anyone else to know that I need that there and there was just mm -hmm. this huge embarrassment on this and they've come a long ways I see them in different colors and all kinds of stuff but why don't you talk about the benefits first of the grab bar Yes, absolutely. Well, I will tell you that um, my mother-in-law is the same way. And I've, I've worked with so many people who are the same way. My mother-in-law, I like to talk about her because she, we call her the DIY queen. And she wants her home to look a certain way. And that is not like a hospital. Uh, so we, <laughs> she's one of those people who, you know, really cares. And um, I say, yes, you can have your cake and eat it too. Last year she had fallen at work and she broke her ankle. And so um, she was somebody who um, she has a tub shower in her home and it's the kind of tub shower that has the uh, glass doors on, that are slide. You slide them on the track. Um, so with her broken ankle, the doctor said you cannot put any weight on that ankle whatsoever, which made it impossible for her to step over the tub ledge. Um, on one foot, because eventually you're going to have to put weight on it at some point, unless you can levitate. Um, Becky, I know you had that experience too. You had ankle surgery. So um, for her, um, she 
getting in and out of the shower was very tricky. She did use a tub um, transfer bench, but even now um, her ankle's completely healed. Now that she is stepping back over the tub ledge again, it's so much safer for her to hold onto a grab bar. Number one, she still has kind of a fear of falling. And that's something that's really easy to develop because she, you know, when she fell at work, it came out of the blue. She, to this day, doesn't really understand how she fell. And secondly, um, like I was saying before, with the showers, um, if if you are feeling tired, you're it, the it's easier to slip and fall. Um, if you have a slippery shower floor or you're stepping out of the shower and there's some water that gets on the floor, maybe you have tile um, and you, you're not putting um, your mat, your rubber backed mat outside the t uh, shower doesn't reach all the places it needs to and somehow water gets somewhere. It's so good to have that grab bar in place to make sure that you don't fall and that you're able to stay in your home. And I do like to share with um, my grab bar in my shower at home, even my toddler uses it. I mean, well, she's four now, but she's been using it since she was two years old and I didn't even have to instruct her how to do it. And I'm sure you have grandchildren, so you know that young children fall all the time. <laughs> you could look at them and they're going to fall on the ground. So it's really important for people of all ages, not just mother-in-laws with broken ankles. No, it's for everybody um, on down to toddlers as well to feel safer while getting in and out of the shower. Well, you brought up a good point too about that fear of falling because I think when you're preoccupied with that too, sometimes it almost calls it into play. And, and that makes, you know, that makes people not want to take a shower and, you know, not do their grooming. And then that can, that can cause a lot of other issues there. I mean, it, there's just so many different levels um, that not having the proper equipment can cause in your life. Um, you can have family and friends kind of stay away because maybe you're not smelling as sweet as you used to because you're not mm -hmm. doing your grooming. Um, mm -hmm. Or they, they know that maybe their hair should be washed, but they haven't. And so they don't want to go out socially and it, I mean, there's so many little things I think that people don't really understand how deeply it can affect their, their daily life with things. So I appreciate bringing those up. Um, now there's colors, you know, there's all kinds of colors out there and styles, but have you found that there's a, a better color or not for people living with dementia? Yes, absolutely. So um, for people with dementia, um, if you are a caregiver and, you know, let's say like when my grandfather was living at home, um, he was somebody who um, we needed to make him more alert and to distinctly point out what was in the environment so that he could, you know, grab or hold on or use it or whatever we wanted him to do. So the colors red and yellow for grab bars are really good because they kind of give you that. Um, alert, look at me, um, hold on to me. It's so much easier to help somebody and say, grab onto the red grab bar, or do you see that red bar um, or yellow bar? Something like that to immediately um, wake up the brain. Um, I know for feeding for people with dementia, if you're having a hard time with appetites and you're trying to get your loved one with dementia to eat more, you 
typically use like red plates or red placemats or red cups, something like that to kind of stimulate um, the brain. And the same works for the bathroom as well. Um, and red and yellow also are perfect in the bathroom because bathrooms tend to be white. So those colors will really stand out um, in your bathroom. Um, if you have somebody with um, dementia who tends to be more agitated and maybe we, you want them to actually be a little bit more calm, maybe showers are um, a place where, um, especially I've worked with people who did not want to shower for whatever reason, you know, um, having colors like blue or green would be a good option for you. So um, blue and green colors tend to be more relaxing and more calming. Um, and the great thing about Ponte Giulio, they do have a whole bunch of colors. They have all of those colors I mentioned and more. Uh, but having those kinds of options, kid, it, it's wonderful to have options if you're helping your loved one de with dementia. So you could really um, set up the bathroom to make it more uh, apt for your loved one. I would also, um, just as a side note, um, using contrasting colors in the bathroom. So like really, really light colors compared to really, really dark colors is very helpful. Um, as we age, our vision is not as good as it used to be. So it's really good to break up if you have an all white bathroom to break it up and maybe use like a uh, dark blue uh, rubber backed shower mat. Um, use a dark blue toilet cover so your loved one can clearly see so they're not having accidents um, with um, I've, I've worked with so many people who have a hard time going in the toilet and they miss and they go on the floor so having um, a navy blue or a dark green um, toilet seat or a bright red toilet seat um, those kinds of things can really help set you up for success and being safe in the bathroom but also using the toilet and shower as intended when you're talking colors, I'm gathering you're talking um, primary colors. So they are, they do have more contrast versus like pastels, which would blend in because with the older eyes, we, we don't always differentiate that. And like I said, I'm only 64 and I'm noticing the difference already uh, with that. You know, overseas, they have, uh, they're much more advanced and, and I think more open to utilizing colors for assistance. So they use mm -hmm. them on like light switches, you know, yes. so you can actually find them on the wall. You had already mentioned toilet seats, but in so many different areas that we are still kind of embarrassed about. Why would we, why would we do that? You know, and it just makes everyone's life so much easier uh, when, when we're able to um, meet the person's needs and reduce, you know, a hospitalization or just yeah. reduce the stress. You know, and, and there's stress, like you said, when someone misses the toilets and mm -hmm. they're spraying all over and, you know, who, who gets mad? Typically, it's not the person going to the bathroom. It's the person that has to clean it up yes. and, and is exhausted. But there can be great yes. embarrassment once they know that they've made this mess as well. So, you know, it's just an, it's a nice way to provide dignity. And, yes. and I think once you know, once we open up it and we explain the whys, people get over it. They don't really care. It's, I think yeah. they're, they're like, well, that's a weird decorating choice. I mean, that's how people look at it. And it's not, <laughs> it isn't a total decorating choice all the time. It's, it's a safety issue and it's wanting to keep your, 
your loved one, if it's at home safe or if it's in a community, keep them safe there as well. So thank you mm-hmm. for that, that information. That was really helpful. Um, Becky, I wanted to talk to you because with your company, you have some vinyl coated grab bars that come in all different kinds of colors and stuff. And I've always wondered in my mind, I have the the steel grab bar that was kind of the first one out there. Is there any like safety issues in terms of one versus the other versus sliding or slipping and actually being able to have a good grip between the, the metal and the vinyl coated? Well, the vinyl coated grab bar is really a step up from any metal grab bar. You can get a metal that's been painted, which is which is nice. So you can get some contrast or some coordination even within your bathroom. But the vinyl coated is really um, a step up kind of a grab bar. Um, it has many additional features. Um, it comes in the normal grab bar lengths anywhere from 12 inches to 48 inches. But the vinyl coating is embedded with silver ions. Um, So they don't wash off. They are just in the vinyl during the production process. And that um, those silver ions provide antimicrobial protection. Um, So basically that grab bar is helping you keep your bathroom clean all the time. Um, It's very easy to wipe down with a warm washcloth. Maybe use, if it gets dirty, you might use a little dish soap on it, but that's all you really need to do because the vinyl itself is antimicrobial and it will fight against bacteria, um, some um, definitely fungus and even some viruses. Um, So it is really a huge advantage in any bathroom. Um, They do come in up to 15 different colors. Maria talked about the red and the yellow. Um, We do sell those um, to memory care units. So if you've got someone still at home, um, but they might eventually be moving to a memory care, having the red or the yellow at home is gonna just make that transition a little bit easier because they will, they're going to be familiar with that's something that I should grab and that they typically use red and yellow in memory care. Um, It is also warmer and softer to the touch. Now it's not soft and squishy, but it is softer to the touch. And the main thing is that it's warmer. Uh, People that might have neuropathy in their hands and their feet, um, touching something cold can be very painful. It can be like cutting their hand. Um, And what the vinyl does is it reflects your body's temperature back to your hand. So it just always is gonna feel warmer than any type of metal grab bar. It also allows you to put it outside. Um, We did that for my mother-in-law. We have vertical vinyl coated grab bar in her garage. Um, because she has two steps into the house from the garage. So she has a vertical grab bar. And because it's a little bit warmer than metal, you would not want to grab a metal grab bar in January in Wisconsin. It's going to be really <laughs> cold. Um, so it, it's a, it's nicer because it, it's warmer as well. And the vinyl um, really does provide a superior non-slip grip. Um, I have these vinyl coated grab bars in my, in my bathroom, vertical, right at the entry of the shower. And I grab it every morning or yeah, every morning when I, when I step out of the shower 
And it really, my hand is damp, not drippy wet because I've already toweled a little bit in the shower, but it really is a superior grip. It almost, it grabs your hand and really helps you hold on. So the benefits of vinyl coated grab bars are tremendous. Okay, good. Because I, I think so many of us would look at it and go, we would make our decision based on color. You know, what's mm-hmm. going to be the, the best match, not knowing the, the details. The other thing you had mentioned was, you know, some of the memory care uses the, the yellow and the red, but, but many of them out there still don't. And so if they don't, you can take that red toilet seat and put it in their bathroom, in their room when they move, you know, Um, same with, with grab bars. I don't, I don't see them turning down, um, free equipment, you know, to, to boost their rooms at all. (laughs) So, um, know that, I mean, some of this stuff can be, you know, reused again, I would imagine a grab bar would probably be more difficult and you'd have patching and things to do. Just a little bit. It's kind of like you would take a picture off the wall and patch the wall. You can do the same thing in a bathroom. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good to know. That's good to know. But, uh, you know, also keep in mind, you've seen the use of it and you might just want to purchase another one. Yeah. With that too. Because you don't don't have to have a red one. Um, If if your loved one, (laughs) go for it. But if you just want a white one, we, we have white ones as well. Yeah. Well, I think the other thing people forget about is we all have people that visit our homes and we don't know what their yeah. needs are. Mm-hmm. And because again, it's not something we talk about, but if you can make someone feel more comfortable using your, your bathroom while they're there, it's less likely to have an accident or anything happen that nobody wants. Um, you know, to me, that's well worth it. Yeah. Well, yeah. lots of visitors have a bad knee or a bad back that they maybe don't always talk to you about, but they could sure use a grab bar near the toilet um, mm-hmm. when they're visiting your home. And um, it makes your house much more visitable for mm-hmm. people of all abilities. Yeah. I, in the bathroom on my main floor had a pedestal sink and my mom would always grab a hold of that thing. And I'm like, oh my God, she's going to rip that sucker right off the wall. What if these days, you know, cause that was her balance thing. And I'm like, no mom, you can't, I'd have to go in there with her or I put a walker in front of her. And there really wasn't a good place to be able to position a grab bar. And I don't know if there was something maybe we should have built for her to hold on in the bathroom, I guess we never thought about that that much because um, she wasn't necessarily in there by herself very often. But it would just scare the heck out of me that I was just going to have this flood and she was going to be, you know, in this slippery room that I couldn't get her out of. And as I'm trying to turn the water off and and stuff, but those those panic attack feelings. I mean, those are real that people think about. Do you ever see, and I'm Marie, I'm going to throw this one to you. Do you ever see people taking um, a, like a, a bathroom where there really isn't a place to put a shower, you know, bar and, and build a platform to put one in, to put a grab bar in by the toilet at all? Um, well, I've seen some pretty creative things <laughs> in people's homes and, you know, they're, they're creative out of necessity. Um, but I was thinking about your example, um, with your mother and the pedestal sink and Ponte Giulio does have handle grab bars and they're vinyl coated as well. And the handle grab bars can, um, it's pretty much, uh, two 
kind of curved grab bars. And I know this is kind of hard to describe to your audience, but um, maybe I can give you the direct link so that people can see what I'm looking at um, if they're interested in your show notes. Um, but the handle grab bars can be used to put um, next to a sink uh, for people to grab and hold on to. Um, they could be placed so it could help people uh, sit down at the sink, stand up from the sink. Um, um, it's it's really nice to have uh, variety with that. Um, as far as like next to the toilet, um, the uh, great thing about people who have a difficult time. So let's say um, somebody has a toilet, but they don't have a wall next to the toilet. That can be tricky, right? Um, Ponte Giulio also has um, several different types of folding grab bars. So the folding grab bar is installed on the same wall as the toilet tank. And that way you can customize how high to put it, how far away from the toilet, depending on your bathroom space, um, so that you don't need a wall to put a wall next to the toilet. And I know, Becky, you've worked with customers who have used um, external blocking. So maybe if um, they have um, a wall, maybe if they're not sure if, if studs are um, where they should be to put a grab bar, then people can put external blocking and just put studs or some um, sort of plywood configuration, I guess, um, up so they can um, properly install the grab bars into studs or wood blocking so it could be secure for them to use to get um, up and down from the toilet. So those are a couple things. I know showers can be, oh my gosh, um, I could probably give you a million shower examples, but yes, there have been. <laughs> I've, I've worked with quite a few people who are like, okay, we're gonna figure this out. Um, and you know, to, to each their own. It's, it's um, houses are so unique and so is everybody's needs. And I guarantee there there is always a way to put some type of grab bar support in. Okay, great. Becky, anything you wanna add on that? I would add, um, yeah, Maria mentioned the folding grab bars. So it's kind of a U-shaped grab bar and they come in different lengths. So you can have them as long as like 34 inches. So they're actually gonna be out further than most toilet seats. And you put them down when you are using them. And then when you are not using them anymore, you lift them up and they are up by the wall. So they are not blocking the bathroom for other people. Um, and if you need to use them all the time, you can just leave them down. So they work really well. Um, they do mount on the wall by the toilet tank, but we also have versions that mount into the floor and they come on a post and they also fold up and down. So um, that that's just kind of keeping in mind that most bathrooms in the United States are not very large. Um, mm -hmm. You see the ones that are sometimes in the magazines and they look like the size of your living room. You know, they just have <laughs> the big tub and the big shower and, um, and most people don't have that. Most people have a five by eight bathroom. Um, so they don't, so space is really at a premium. So there's a lot of options that you can do um, to account for the fact that there's not a lot of space. Wonderful, that's really helpful. I, I wish I would have known that, like I said, with my mom, because she would, like I said, she would hold on to that pedestal sink as she was sitting on the toilet and you could just see it go, waiting for it to rip off there. So wonderful. If people are just tuning into us right now, we are talking with Maria Lindbergh with Toilet Talk and Becky Wright with Ante Julio. And we've gotten some great tips on 
making your bathroom a, a better and safer environment for all. And you can go to both of their websites, which is in the show notes. But again, it's pontajulio.com or toilettalk.me. And um, I, I just so appreciate this. And I wish I would have known these ladies uh, when I was in need. <laughs> Uh, I didn't, I didn't know there were specialty people for bathrooms and, and, <laughs> and stuff. I mean, it's just, you don't know what you don't know when, when you get it's hit true. with a chronic illness like this. So, Hi everyone. If you've been injured in an accident, that was not your fault. Listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Um, next, I, I want to talk a little bit more about shower recommendations and shower seats. And so, Becky, uh, can you tell us a little bit more about different types of, of shower seats that you would recommend? Sure. There's lots of options for shower seats. Um, certainly, if you are in a rental or you don't have the ability to put a mounted shower seat, you can get a portable shower seat um, at a um, home health store. Usually, they can be moved in and out. Um, what we have primarily, we do have some of those, but we have primarily wall-mounted sinks, or I'm sorry, not sinks, toilet, shower seats. And the wall-mounted shower seat um, needs to be mounted into blocking. And what most people don't know what blocking is, um, even if you talk to a contractor, they might scratch their head and go, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never heard of it. Well, they have, um, because they have to use blocking in the kitchen when they hang um, cabinets. Basically what it is, is it is a solid piece of wood that's behind the wall that they can put the bolts into that is going to hold whatever they've put on the wall. So it's not going to come falling down. Shower seat is the same way. Um, they need to hold a couple hundred pounds and you're not only wet, you're also naked. And that's not the time you want to be falling on the floor. So <laughs> you, you want that seat mounted properly. So um, if you are doing a big bathroom remodel, you need to talk to your builder and say, put blocking in the walls, put it here where I might someday put a shower seat, or I'm going to put a shower seat right now. I want to potentially grab bars here. Um, and they should be able to do that. And so even if you're not ready for it, you can put that in the wall. If you're doing a major remodel, if you are not doing that and you now suddenly need to put a shower seat in for yourself or a loved one. Maria mentioned external blocking. Basically, what that is, is it's taking like a two by 10, cutting it to the proper size, um, mounting it into the studs. So the two by 10 gets mounted into the studs. You can paint it 
um, or finish it so that it matches. And then you mount the seat or the grab bar into that. It's basically, you know, putting the, the blocking on the external side so you can see it. Um, frequently they do that. Our company is based in Italy. Um, sometimes the houses there are 400 years old and they're made of stone. Um, so they have to figure out how to do a lot of things. You know, they don't have any, um, any studs. <laughs> they have to figure it out. So um, they, they really do work on coming up with things that are going to work. We have several shower seats. Um, we have the Bella shower seat. It's a beautiful seat. It looks like a spa, 20 inches wide. You know, that's wider than a first class seat in an airplane. And the mounting points on that are 16 inches on center. So if you know, okay, here are the studs in my shower, and this will work for where I want to put that seat, you can, you don't have to necessarily put any blocking and you can hit those studs. Um, so having, having the mounting points 16 inches on center will help with something like that. We have another shower seat um, a commercial seat. Um, the top is a high pressure laminate. So it's like a white top. It's got legs. And that seat has been designed so that the legs will support 75% of the weight load. Um, so if you're, if you have a hundred pound person, they, those legs are going to support 75 pounds of it. And then you can just maybe even use an anchor to put that into the wall. It's just, it gives you a lot more flexibility. And that one's not quite as beautiful, but it is really functional. Also 22 inches wide. So it's a nice size seat and you can kind of put it where you need it. Um, we also have a hanging shower seat. So what this would be is it hooks onto a grab bar that you have mounted in your bathroom and it is a little seat. So, and it, so it can go in and out as you need it. Um, but the hanging shower seat is, is really nice if somebody just has a temporary illness or injury. Um, I had an Achilles tendon <laughs> surgery and I was, I would have really liked to have had that seat. <laughs> liked it. Um, you know, it, just having something temporarily or, you know, if somebody's just with you for a short time at, or you're just kind of. I'm not sure where I can put a seat on this wall. I'm concerned. I don't want anybody to fall. That's just another option that will definitely work. Gosh, when you said hanging seat, I pictured a swing, you know, from the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's going to be safe. And then you, you went on and. <laughs> the grab bar. And it's, it's really sturdy. Maria has one. Yeah, it is. It's, it's solid. And yep. I would be scared if it's swinging in the shower. <laughs> well, and your, and your grab bar couldn't be on an angle or you slide off, you know, Correct. <laughs> Horizontal. Yeah. Yep. yep, yep. So all those, all those little things. And, you know, when you were talking about blocking versus studs, cause I, I had always heard, you know, just find the studs, find the studs. And then I thought, well, maybe it has to be blocking, but you said, no, if you can find a stud that will, that will work too. Again, you just don't want to be on the edge of the stud and not really in the stud. Some people make that mistake and, and then it pops out. Yeah. <laughs> When Maria was talking about the handheld shower hold, the handheld shower earlier, um, those are actually fairly easy for people. I mean, we definitely have the holder that will attach to a grab bar and then you can get a separate handheld shower. But I think you can go to like a, a home modification store and you can buy 
a shower that you can just take your current one off, put the new one on. It has the shower. And then in the middle of it, the handheld shower pops out. That's what we have at our house. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Now, are there any seats for, for people who are really heavy? Yes. I mean, we have several styles of seats. The Bella seat that I mentioned, the one that's done in wood, as long as you have that installed in in the blocking or into your studs securely, that will hold 600 pounds. Yeah, I think all of, um, Becky, you correct me if this is um, wrong, but I think all of the Ponte Julio uh, grab bars and shower seats technically are bariatric. Like they, they can hold um, people who do weigh more, um, but uh, yeah, I think anything over 300 pounds loading capacity is considered bariatric. Is that correct? Well, we actually consider bariatric over a thousand pounds. We have some products that are seats and grab bars that are specifically designed for over 1000 pounds. Most of our just everyday seats will cover um, like grab bars usually hold up to 450 pounds, which is far exceeds the ADA limit. And the seats are at various different levels. Some of them are 220 pounds, some are 300 pounds, some are 450, some are 600. And then obviously the bariatric that go up to, oh, they exceed 1000 pounds. Okay, so be honest on your weight, guys. Yep. <laughs> no, 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 no driver's license weights will be used yeah. <laughs> for people on that. Yeah, because again, you you want to make sure that it's it's safe and it's appropriate. You're going to the, the time and the expense and and everything to to do that. Um, yeah. Becky, where can somebody purchase one of the vinyl vinyl coated grab bars or or shower seats? Um, one of the places you can get them is Maria's website. It's called toilettalk.me. Toilettalk.me. And she has a huge selection of our really nice products. Um, she does have our basic economical stainless steel, but she also has a nice selection of all of our vinyl coated products, our shower seats. Um, so she really has selected great products. And in addition to Ponte Julio, she also offers other products um, from other companies. Um, but she has a really nice website. Um, it's worth taking a look at. If you are looking for something that you don't see, you can also shoot her an email. And um, there's a message spot, I think, isn't there, Maria? Um, on your yes. website where they can send her a message and say, can I get this in black? I want it in black, mm -hmm. not white. And um, in our case, we would usually just have to order that from Italy. It just is gonna take a little bit longer to get here. Okay, mm -hmm. wonderful. Um, Maria, I'm wondering, because I'm wondering for myself, and I'm sure a lot of listeners are, how do you know what length in a grab bar you need? I mean, do you need different lengths for different positions or different types of people? How does that work? Oh, yes, absolutely. Well, I, I will say um, it for people who want more information about the length of the grab bar, I am about to, we're, we're on the verge of um, publishing a grab bar guide that tells you how to customize putting a grab bar next to your toilet. And so um, if, if I don't cover your exact scenario, um, please sign up for my newsletter and you'll be able to get that when it comes out next month um, to, to find what to do for your situation. 
Um, so the length is mostly dependent on uh, most people's bathrooms. They do rely on studs. So what, how long your grab bar, if you're installing it horizontally, um, it, it will depend on how far apart your studs are spaced. So it could be 16 inches. Um, you know, for instance, I was super lucky in my bathroom when I put in my wall mounted shower seats because I was able to hit the studs right on 16 inches to install that sucker. But I know some people's homes are different and it could be, you know, 24 inches or whoever, whatever weird random, <laughs> you know, how I've seen all kinds of surprises. So um, it would be really good if if you are not uh, strong at finding studs, I don't, I consider myself not the most reliable stud finder, uh, to go ahead and include a contractor or somebody who does have that skill set to make sure that you are um, finding those studs in place. Now, if you are lucky, and it, Becky was talking about installing wood blocking, um, like if you are doing a remodel and you're able to put whatever length grab bar that you would like, um, if you are putting a grab bar in horizontally, usually for people, um, if you're go ahead, you sit on next to the toilet, you want to put a horizontal grab bar in. I tell people it really just needs to be at the end of your knees and then you could make it go um, as far back all the way to the wall as the toilet or you could do it just behind your back. So from the length, the distance between your knees and your back would be completely fine. And then as far as uh, installing a grab bar vertically up and down, um, if you install the grab bar on a stud, you could choose whatever length you desire. I tell people um, in my household, um, we've got quite a few different heights going on. I have my four-year-old, uh, me, I'm about five, four inches tall, and my husband six feet tall. Um, so for us, we had to um, kind of average and see what would work the best for us um, and make sure that the length of the grab bar would kind of accommodate all of our different heights and where we would reach. Um, for people, if you're in a household by yourself or everyone's about the same height, you can go for a shorter length grab bar, like even just a 12 inch grab bar if you're all about grabbing the same place and that would work um, the best for you. So again, if I, I know I just kind of gleaned over. There's a lot of different types of scenarios, but my uh, grab bar guide that's coming out next month that's for free, um, um, it, it will go into that and I'll also have videos to go along with my explanations as well. Okay, wonderful. Thank you. That was that was helpful. And again, people can sign up for your newsletter and then they would be in, go to your website and they'll be able to get that grab bar guide when it's when it's ready. So that'll be yes. fantastic. Yeah, so many questions that you, you know, you just don't really know what is what is what or how to do that. And I think sometimes people talk with friends of friends who have a grab bar, but they might not have talked to anybody and just, you know, gone to Home Depot and read the back of the package, but really <laughs> haven't talked to somebody who's actually designed and worked with people in need per se. And we all know that directions on a package uh, can be very confusing. Just, you know, go, yeah. to, go to Ikea and try to put something together. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, it just, not to pick on them, but just about anything. I, I think of Christmas time for, you know, parents trying to put things together for their kids for Christmas when they come out and just, it's, it's difficult and we can interpret them all 
all differently on that. Um, Becky, for you, is there, you've got other products and stuff too. Can people purchase directly from your company as well? Or if they're in the US, is it better to go through somebody like Maria? Um, it's usually better to go through one of our distributors like Maria, um, but I am always available to answer questions. Now, some of the things um, Maria doesn't have on our website is a um, accessible sink. Um, that's a wall hung sink. It doesn't have a pedestal. It's just on the wall. Um, and the reason is that has to be shipped by truck. Um, otherwise, I'm sure she would include those. So depending on where you are located, um, the sink itself is maybe not that expensive, but the shipping can sometimes be $200 to $400. Um, and our sinks are designed to be accessible sinks. So they're designed to be leaned on. They have some lips on the edge that will help pull, that you can help pull yourself up. Um, so they're, they're really kind of a specialized product, but um, it's very hard for our distributors to sell those because the shipping could be crazy. Um, so um, you can take a look at Ponte Julio products on our website. Um, and it's just uh, pontejulio.com. And I think you said you would have that in the in the notes below. Um, it's it's kind of hard to spell. <laughs> <laughs> um, and on that website, you can learn more about the products. And there's also technical sheets that you can click on and see. And that way you can see exactly where the mounting points are. So you can go in with your stud finder, you can mark it on your wall, and then you can kind of check and see if this product is going to work with the studs you currently have. Um, and the other place is just to go to Maria's website at toilettalk.me. Um, and she, I don't know if you have all the technical sheets on there, um, but she's got, she's got those technical sheets. So it's a really nice location that you can see a lot of the really easy um, to install sorts of products. I mean, if you have a little bit of skill, you can um, install a grab bar. I mean, you really can. <laughs> um, I always think anybody can do it, even me. <laughs> Um, and I don't have a lot of skills when it comes to building. But, you know, just having worked in the building industry here for a while, you know, I've learned an awful lot. And Maria had mentioned like a vertical grab bar. And I, I always encourage people to go longer rather than shorter, because heaven forbid, if you do fall, you know, you don't want to be laying on the floor in your bathroom. And yep, there's your grab bar up on the wall <laughs> and you can't reach it to help yourself get up. So I usually encourage people to install, go 32 inches on that vertical grab bar. Um, that's gonna give it, that's gonna get it down low if you need it. It's also gonna be high enough for really anybody. So um, just something, you know, if you work with an occupational therapist, they can make some recommendations on that. And um, I always love to say, if you don't have an occupational therapist and you're working on doing some modifications on your home and you have access to one, please do have them come in. They'll help you say, based on this person, this is going to be the best location. Um, you know, it's a lot of times you'll see a grab bar on an angle. Generally, an occupational therapist will tell you, no, 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 don't do that. <laughs> You know, get it either horizontal or vertical, um, just because the angle tends to be if your hand is wet, it's really easy to grab it. And then you continue to slide right down. So. Oh, good um, point. Never thought of that. Yeah. yeah. 
Because yeah. I do see a lot of them on angles. You do. And the reason is that they bought a 24 inch grab bar and the studs are at 16 inches. So <laughs> oh, sure. Sure. Okay. Um, so, you know, it's like they could have bought a 16 inch and just had it vertical or horizontal. Um, but that's, that's kind of what will happen with that. So I would definitely recommend um, toilettalk.me for looking at products. And also you can purchase them there. Or if you just want to see what else is available, um, because Maria can also special order things from us, even if she doesn't have them on her website. And so then that, that would be pontejulio.com. It's funny because when you said that about vertical or on the angle, it's like measure your studs first yeah. instead of purchasing the product. Uh, yes. I can see that happening a lot. People going, yeah, we need a grab bar. So they just go and they they order one or they run to the store and they get one not knowing how to use it ahead of time. Boy, what a difference that that makes. Yeah, uh, absolutely. That eliminates a lot of problems because there you are at home. You want to put in a horizontal grab bar and you bought an 18 inch and the studs are at 16. So it yep. just yep. not well, and I always, when you had said, you know, you can, you know, find the studs yourself. And, and I mean, I, I've been able to do that too, but I always get a stud finder and then I do the, I do the knock just to make yes. sure <laughs> that the sound, okay, it's really back there you know, as well. Well, ladies, this has just been a great conversation. I really appreciate your time and all your expertise. Uh, you've uh, enlightened me for sure in terms of doing bathrooms. And I have a couple of people in my um, support groups redoing bathrooms and I'm going to make sure that they get get a hold of this um, one of them might be too late in the process but you know it's it's one of those things uh, that we have to talk about we have to share so I really appreciate your time um, to our audience you know I hope that you like click and share this episode that we've done on you know making your bathroom safe we've been talking with uh, maria lindbergh with toilet talk and becky wright with pontier julio we've just been having a fun conversation but a re very realistic one too in terms of the ins and outs of how to make your bathroom safe so like click and share this episode there's a lot of people in your own sphere that are in need of this information but this just isn't a conversation that's comfortable for everyone to have but, you know, if they see it on your Facebook page or Instagram or LinkedIn account, you know, they might be more of a voyeur and go in and, and take a peek and be thankful for it without saying anything, because this is a personal topic that, again, not everyone feels comfortable talking about. And we have to make it a much more comfortable topic because, you know, bottom line, we're talking about safety here and um, in comfort. So, again, you can go to Toilet Talk. Uh, dot me. Uh, you can uh, email Maria at Maria at toilettalk.me as well. She's also on Instagram and Facebook as Toilet Talk Me or YouTube uh, as well. And then Becky Wright can be found on her website, uh, pontejulio.com um, or uh, email her at becky.wright at pontejuliousa.com and she's also on LinkedIn and um, we'll have all of this information in the show notes again. So thank you so much, both of you for your time and your expertise. Really appreciate you helping us all out and, and being more comfortable having this conversation. I think that's a big step in the right direction in and of itself. So thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you, Lori, for giving us the opportunity. Thank you.
Thank you. Right. <laughs> Have a wonderful week, everyone. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey, everybody. Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now, this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what can be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire. Become repurposed. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.